0: Bush and Richie here with another Hometime Show podcast for you. And uh, this one comes with, is it a warning or we're just getting getting people to brace themselves? Do you know what I mean? I think
1: that's what it is, isn't it, Richie? It's exactly that. Do you remember as a kid, sometimes you had that deflated, knock the stuffing out of you feeling after you had a really big telling off and you were sat in your bedroom on your own? I feel that right now. He's been on the naughty step. This show will be
0: forever known as Hedgehog Gate, and you're about to find out why. (laughs)
2: They asked
3: for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Home Time Podcast
0: with Bush and Richie. Bush and Richie here with your stay-at-home-time show. It's so hot in this room, I might have to just go just, just shorts. Is that, is that bad? <laughs> is that unsettling for people?
1: Uh, only if they dwell on the fact that you are talking to them topless. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to put it out there. I'm going just shorts. So
0: rest <laughs> of this show, back of your mind, he's topless. <laughs> do you know what? I
1: might strip off as well. Let's do it. (laughs) <laughs> hey, look, uh, there's there's a little bit of honesty for you. Now let's give you a little bit of a hack um, and, and a reminder of something that we 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 dwelled upon towards the back end of yesterday's show, but then loads of you started getting in touch and and I think it, it deserves more sharing. And that is, if you are uh, using um, some kind of FaceTime video technology, Zoom at the moment, I mean, I say if you are, who isn't, um, one of the things that you will find find as a problem at the moment is is how to actually prop up your phone and yesterday i discovered that my son's toy jcb is actually the perfect platform to rest the iphone in to be able to chat to bush pre-show every day and not get some form of r make No, it was a good angle. We mentioned this on the show yesterday. You didn't get the slight um,
0: double chinning effect that you get when you have a phone resting against a teacup on the table. It's never a good look for anyone. You know, that horrible little reflection you get sometimes if you turn on your phone's camera and it's accidentally pointing back at you on selfie mode and you almost get like almost a heart attack for the vision, the apparition that you've seen. Uh, Some of the stuff that's coming in is very ingenious. Jeff the Lion has tweeted. uh, He says, I use this. And he's made a little holder stand thing out of Lego with three Lego characters, it looks like a little throne, and then he just puts his phone in it and he can have a little conversation. So he's he's improvised out of kids Lego. Fair play to him. You see...
1: People like Jeff are a step up from me. I just saw this JCB and thought, do you know what? The phone will fit in that little ledge there. That'll be great. But Jeff has actually constructed something, which I think is fantastic. So we thought we'd actually offer you up the chance to boast uh, about any kind of any kind of tech setup that you have made for yourself, uh, whether it's you know putting things together or using something that's got a completely different purpose. But you're using it uh, to make make your working at home environment better shout about it boast about it tell us what you are doing what you've devised what you're using for a different purpose Eight, twelve, fifteen 15 for your texts or you can tweet us at absolute radio
2: absolute radio
3: if you insist on listening to them in your own time then we can't really stop you okay let's get on with it then the home time podcast with bush and richie
0: Uh, Rich Weidman's been on. He's got a brilliant thing going on here. He says, I'm currently using garam masala to stop my keyboard locking whilst I'm making a fort for the toddler. And he's got the middle button depressed using this uh, pot of garam masala. uh, (laughs) And that way his keyboard won't lock. That is, for me, the high
1: point of improvisation so far. What an amazing thing. Very, very good. Made me hungry as well. Uh, Ray has uh, come up with a slightly different idea for uh, propping up uh, a uh, a Zoom call, uh, a FaceTime call. Uh, She's uh, sent a picture of her phone in an egg box. It's just a bog standard six egg box. It's open. It's got six eggs inside it. And she's using the phone in the lid of the box just to do a call. That's making me feel quite nervous, just the thought of that. That is high stakes,
0: 100%. That's a high stakes phone call right there. Uh, Matt Matt Lambert has been on. Uh, he says, I've made this holder from lolly sticks and hot glue. That sounds like a band from the 70s uh, <laughs> to attach to a tripod so I could use my phone to display cards whilst hosting a poker game with friends. It was my turn to host, and I couldn't get the angle right otherwise. That's
1: that's like something MacGyver might do. That is next level. You're not just propping up the phone, but you're actually keeping the gambling industry going. You really do have to salute that. And sticking
0: wood together or matchsticks or whatever, it does add that essence of being in prison, which I think we're all feeling at the moment.
1: (laughs) For sure. Uh, One final one from Mike for now. Been using the bottom part of my Ninja Blender. Perfect height and very sturdy. Uh, One for the Ninja Blender review there. Uh, Chris says, during lockdown, the cup you usually use
0: for an afternoon brew is normally filled with beer, just in case you get a video call that can't be ignored.
1: (laughs) What a brilliant way to pull the wool over your boss's eyes about your drinking. It's fantastic. Uh, Sam says, got it sorted myself with toilet rolls and an empty toilet roll for a backstop. Uh, You can charge (laughs) your phone at the same time through the holes. Uh, Enjoy, says Sam, sunbathing in St. Neots. (laughs) I'm trying to wear that out of my head what that is.
0: It seems a bit strange, but I I I really fancy giving it a go, actually. And then Alan says, I use a soap holder cage with suckers on to stick to the shower screen and put my
1: phone in it when showering so I can listen to absolute radio. Good lad. We salute you for that one. Yes. Uh, I'm currently using a trivet that I stole from the kitchen as a way of keeping my laptop raised off the desk and not overheating. I've just reread this and realised how tragic my life has become. I'm sending it anyway. Says Dan. Uh, if you have any idea what the hell a trivet is, please get in touch <laughs> with the show now. 8-12-15.
0: Absolute Radio. The Hometown
3: Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking.
0: Karen says uh, the iPad goes brilliantly in an IKEA cookbook stand over the radiator for online Pilates.
1: <laughs> Love it. Uh, this is this is great. It's another fitness one. I use the slider on my hole punch in my home office to prop the phone up for my online kettlebell classes after five PM. It's a winner. Shout out to Kettlebell Sue. Go, oh, kettlebell sounds a bit brutal, doesn't it? I wouldn't want to
0: bump into the kettlebell lot on a night out. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right, Rocky. Uh, Sammy in Enfield says, Hi, I use my cat's back stroke belly to prop up my phone when
1: she sits on the table. She doesn't seem to mind. (laughs)
0: <laughs> anything, isn't
1: she? Uh, Mike says I'm currently using that bit at the bottom of an easter egg box it's working a treat I mean who still has easter egg boxes kicking around yeah. uh, and then Keely uh, melting an Essex as she says uh, I rest mine on empty wine bottles because let's face it I've got loads I can't Love get it, a that. photo with a phone resting but here's a bottle I started earlier <laughs> Good honour. Fair play. You might as well do it during the lockdown,
0: make the most of it. And Matt has sent in a brilliant one. He says, my grandson's high chair holds my iPad for virtual darts and also holds my beer and snacks as well. It's what you would have wanted.
3: <laughs> the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home Time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name.
2: Absolute radio. So,
0: we wanted to do something to mark Mental Health Awareness Week. It's a really important week, particularly at the moment and under the pressure that everyone is at, working from home and trapped in the house, that kind of thing. We wanted to get everybody together, and that is why tonight we are doing our massive midweek virtual pub quiz. Uh, And it's going to be amazing. 8 p.m. this evening. We're looking forward to seeing you all. Uh, We've got a brilliant quizzer who's going to be doing the actual quiz for us jake we spoke to him on the show a couple of days ago which means richie and myself are going to be able to join in from our homes from our lounges with you guys as well and if you'd like to get involved and we'd love to see you at eight o'clock this evening just have a little look on our twitter at absolute radio the zoom code
1: to get in to be part of this virtual pub quiz is on there for you to use now you just used a word there. You said uh, that uh, that you and I would be joining in tonight. Can I just clarify? I intend to compete rather than join in. See, that I, I'm totally different. I I just intend to be there, but in the way that a <laughs> cat
0: would be in the room if you're watching telly. <laughs> suddenly, just sitting up and looking out the window, and then shooting off. That's that's me tonight. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm there. Do you know what I mean?
2: They asked for a
3: podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie.
1: Uh, Bush, right. I need to ask you a question just to I think you're going to get this one pretty quickly. Uh, what one item, what one gadget in my kitchen is my most precious and important thing that I dearly love? Uh, your coffee machine maker thingy. Bingo, bingo, perfect. Let's just all keep that in the back of back of our minds here. Uh, so last night, uh, a nice hot evening, was out in the garden drinking, and as I was uh, uh, clearing things up towards the uh, end of the night, I heard this noise uh, from my wife, who'd uh, gone down the ginnel, and uh, she's going, Here, eh, 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 here, here, come and have a look at this, come and have a look at this, come and have a look, Here, eh, 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 here, eh, here, come on, here. Eh. So I go up again. I'll go and have a look, and uh, she goes, "Look, no, it's hedgehog. It's hedgehog." I couldn't see a <laughs> hedgehog anywhere. You know, a, a few sherbets had been had, so I put the torch on on my phone. And I'm trying to find this hedgehog, and it's it, there's there's not a hedgehog anywhere to be seen. Yeah. Um, at which point I went back into uh, back into the garden. Uh, and then I hear more noise. I'm like, "What? What's you doing?" And she went, "It's putting some milk out for the hedgehog. He's he, he'd love some milk. It might it might entice him back." And I'm like, "Right, okay, whatever." Fast forward to this morning when I get up. What do I want first thing? I want my coffee. There's no bloody milk, is there? All the milk Ooh. has been put out last night for the non-existent Mrs Winkles. I tell you what, I've not had a worse start to the day since this whole lockdown period started. My tension levels were right up to 110%. The, the worst thing is about that is that you've then got to go and
0: uh, queue round the corner of your local supermarket wearing a, a face mask. <laughs> so it adds an extra level to having a nip out and get some more milk. So incidentally, was there any of the milk drunk in the morning like when you went and looked at the saucer?
1: No, and it gets even worse. That saucer was still there at around about half past one uh, this lunchtime curdling on the front doorstep. It's an an absolute insult. That is terrible in this heat as well. This is just
0: a, a little example of these little... People just starting to get on each other's nerves, you know, and it ebbs and flows, doesn't it? Sometimes you might have a brilliant week together and it's all fun. You think, God bless the lockdown. And occasionally you have a couple of days where you think, I just need to get out of here. (laughs) need to get out of here.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I'm at that stage right now. And I tell you what, if that that hedgehog actually does turn up, I don't know what's going to happen. So look, we are... (laughs) I would love it
0: if if you get a ring at the door tonight. Imagine that, nine o'clock tonight. (laughs) <laughs> Open the door, it's like a hedgehog stood there, green waistcoat, monocle, and he's like, excuse me, you haven't yeah. gotten me full fat, have you? <laughs>
1: it's, it's our very own Jason Manford, back off the old Mars Singer again.
0: Yes, that'd be so
1: good. So look, Bush and I, we, we have always been this, we are the home time peacekeepers, because of course, a problem shared... Is a problem halved... Uh, so do let us know if there's any little things that have been grinding your gears getting the getting on your uh, getting on your wick at home share them because if you share them with us then you don't have to then you don't have to sound off to anyone else problem shared problem halved, 8 12 fifteen for your texts or tweet us at absolute radio so for example
0: my other half Katie has been saying that I breathe too loudly when i'm reading my phone in bed <laughs> so that's the kind of micro level of uh <laughs> resentment, festering resentment that we want to get out in the open and deal with on this show tonight. So send that text, save your relationship.
2: Absolute Radio. If you insist
3: on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
0: It's the stay-at-home time show. It's Bush and Ritchie. It's absolutely radio on a Wednesday night and I'm afraid richie has been on the phone for the past <laughs> song or so just dealing with oh. the issues. Well, just bring us up to speed, Richie, over at the incident desk.
1: Uh, So, uh, yeah, we we do have a a developing incident on home time this evening. I told you a story earlier about a row that had broken out in our house this morning due to the fact (laughs) I had no milk for my coffee. No milk for my coffee uh, because my wife had put out a saucer of milk for a hedgehog that she thought that she saw last night at around about half past ten in the back garden. Just at this point, before we say what happened next, Brad has
0: asked, uh, judging by the impression Richie just did, is he married to Dick Van Dyke? (laughs)
1: Um, There is a chilling similarity between Dick Van Dyke in Mary Poppins and my... Uh, wife from Essex. Um, so yes, um, it turns out that the reason yeah. that the hedgehog didn't come back for the milk um, yeah. is due- <laughs> is due to this. Andy of Kent, guys, milk's not good for hedgehogs. It gives them bad stomach aches and can cause diarrhoea. Don't leave it out for them. They prefer meat based cat food. Ian, oh, right. Richie, the milk for the hedgehog was wasted as hedgehogs are lactose intolerant. Uh, Don't give hedgehogs milk. They are, in fact, lactose intolerant. Give them cat food. Just a little bit of a sample of um, uh, the last 10 minutes of uh, education. Can I just point out, I was not putting out milk. I wanted milk for my coffee. Yeah. You were the innocent party in this. You, you, you've been
0: hurt twice party. now. You've been savaged on the Home Time Show with this story, <laughs> and you didn't get a coffee this morning because Natalie used the last bit of milk and wasted it on—I would say—slightly high maintenance hedgehogs. You know, it's pretty—it's <laughs> doggy dog out there in the uh, the wild oh, world, isn't it? You think, Wandering around. Oh, with the—I think diarrhea is the least of their worries <laughs> in terms of trying to see
1: through to another day. Do you know what I mean? So there we go. Look, educated on uh, on what hedgehogs like to drink. So let's just um. Let's just hit the reset button uh, on this afternoon's home time show. The irony (laughs) that this this feature is called the Peacekeepers, (laughs) isn't it? There's no peace right now. No peace at all. If there is any kind of uh, li- little discourse in your house right now that you just want to share with us, rather than it brew up into something else at home, let's give this one more try. I'm not sure it's going to work. Eight, twelve, fifteen 12 for your texts or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Absolute
2: Radio.
3: The Home
1: Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's
3: what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking.
0: Well, you join us in a very chaotic stay at home time show here on Absolute Radio on this Wednesday night. We should be doing a phone in topic about uh, minor little uh, arguments and uh, disagreements in the house during lockdown. But it's been completely derailed by Richie's story about hedgehogs and a plate of
1: milk. Uh, yeah um Hedgehogs are lactose intolerant. Don't give them milk. Um, didn't know that uh, around about 40 minutes ago, as uh, I told you the story of uh, the last bit of milk that was used up in our house because my wife put it out for a hedgehog last night uh, and there was none for my coffee this morning. Uh, and yeah, all, we, all we've all we had is uh, messages from people very kindly uh, letting us know uh, that hedgehogs shouldn't be given water. Uh, shouldn't, should, shouldn't be given milk. Uh-oh. Don't, don't get even even more
0: trouble. I think it's important to point out, and uh, it, that this is true what people are saying, that the hedgehog turned his nose up at the milk. He didn't have any of it, so it was, no. was waste. He never got your coffee as well. I'll also point out
1: on. one, one other thing. I never saw any hedgehog. My wife thinks she saw a hedgehog, which is why she put out a, a saucer of milk. She shouldn't have done yep. that, all right? I don't think there was ever a hedgehog. I think it was probably a bloody pine cone or something at half past ten at night. I do, I do worry about the pair of you, because you,
0: you started off by saying you were both out-the-back drinking. It's like some kind of Louis Theroux documentary. It was one of you asleep on Spice?
1: Oh, dear. So, uh, so, yeah, so, look, if there's one learning from the show... Don't give hedgehogs milk. Uh, Ali in Surrey texts <laughs> to say, uh, first of all, can we have a shout out to all the veterinary practices working hard throughout lockdown? Our vet nurses oh, yeah. and vets have been working so hard in these difficult times. Also, thought I'd share that milk. Oh no, it's, it's another. Sorry, it's another one about um, milk hedgehogs. Uh, they go on to say, yeah. uh, water in a shallow bowl is fine. Uh, for extra points, they also can't have fish-based food, but other dog or cat food is fine. Can I just say, right? If it was an animal dinner
0: party, I'm not inviting hedgehogs around. They are really, really high maintenance. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I was Neil coming, Neil the hedgehog. Uh, yeah, he can't have, he can't, have, he's lactose intolerant. So you have to, it's the kind of thing where you have to go and buy them. You have to cook them their own tea and everyone else will have something different. If you've got,
1: if you follow me with the whole animal dinner party thing. So look, we're closing down this particular uh, strand of the show, uh, unless you do have any other facts about hedgehogs that none of us ever knew. The Home
3: Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not Home Time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name.
2: Absolute Radio.
0: Bush and Richie here with your stay-at-home time show on a scorching old Wednesday evening on uh, Absolute Radio, and just to mention that. Uh, Claire from Snuffle's Hedgehog Rescue, we've uh, messaged you back. Everything's sorted out now.
1: Yes, well and truly educated uh, on yes. this afternoon's show. And uh, the planned topic of, uh, uh, of uh, little uh, disruptive arguments in your house right now that uh, Bush and I could settle never really took off. Until now, Uh, (laughs) never leave a feature feature down. Uh, This has just come in on text. Dear Push and Richie, I'm going to set the scene. Uh, On lockdown, as you are, haven't been out of the house since middle of March due to a, a heart problem. Husband has been to work. He then comes home and makes himself a cup of tea and proceeds to stir it. How long does it take to stir a cup of tea? Tinkle, 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 tinkle for so long. That spoon is very close uh, to disappearing somewhere on my husband. Thank you for letting me vent. Do you know what, this is a brilliant text because it completely sums up
0: how little things that pre-lockdown wouldn't have bothered you at all, suddenly because we we're so cooped up with each other are just starting to do your head in. Like, for example, my other half, Katie, has been uh, having a go at me for scraping the bowl too much when I've been eating uh, like soup or cereal. She doesn't like the way that I scrape the... How are you supposed to eat cereal without making that scraping noise when you're eating? It's impossible. Impossible.
1: impossible. But it's just a, a lockdown thing. A lockdown tensions, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? And regarding how long to stir a cup of tea, I've just thought about it and how I'd do it. I'd say a vigorous stir for eight seconds is probably about tops. Do you know what? I don't stir it. You what?
0: I don't. I never stir a, um, a tea bag. I just prod it around, just like push it about in the cup a little bit, and then let it sit for a while. Never really stir it. Yeah, but what about once you've put the milk and the sugar in? Just then, scoop it up, give it a little squeeze against one side of the cup, and normally flick it in the bin or really wind my other half up by sticking it on the side of the sink so it goes brown
2: absolute radio
3: they asked for a podcast we told them to do it themselves and here it is the home time podcast with bush and richie
0: anyone else found themselves a lot more emotional than normal in that you might like well up slightly an advert where pre-lockdown you wouldn't have been bothered at all i do feel a bit more swingy than normal and never before has it been so clear as it was this morning we put the car in a day or so ago for the mot and i got a phone call from the garage this morning. And the first thing the fella told me, this big gruff mechanic, he told me that I should be proud because the uh, the van passed its MOT with flying colours. You know what? I I nearly welled up on the phone. I I felt so proud. I was like, "Oh, well done, van!" Is that language they normally use when it comes to passing an MOT? Flying colours, should be proud, stuff like that.
1: I've never, I've never had that kind of effusive language used yeah. for an MOT test ever. Um, the first car I ever owned, Bush, had to be put down because uh. it failed its MOT test. Is there no way back if you fail an MOT?
0: Is is that? Is there any way back or is that you just done and dusted? And th-
1: no, there, there is a way back, but the first car I ever owned was such an old banger. The bloke said, I'm afraid it's failed its MOT uh, test uh, due to the fact that the undercarriage is, and how he described it, a petticoat of rust. That's not not the
0: first time you've talked about an undercarriage uh, (laughs) perishing on this show. (laughs) So uh, it's it's good in a way, then, that the van has uh, lived to fight another day. And I almost want to put a picture up of it or something like that. I'm so proud. Passed its MOT with flying colours. We'll be celebrating later on.
1: Well done, van.
2: Absolute radio.
3: If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie.
0: One thing that's keeping us going tonight is the thought of seeing your cheeky little faces this evening for our massive midweek virtual pub quiz that we're doing this evening for Mental Health Awareness Week. Make sure you get yourself the little Zoom code from uh, Absolute Radio on Twitter. Uh, And I'm not very good at doing pub quizzes. I'm kind of hedging my bets on like one or two things that have stuck in my head from school days. And I would say that most people have got one amazing fact that they can wheel out in public situations and that you hope one day will come up in a pub quiz. And I was chatting to my other half, Katie, about this earlier on. And she's got this fact that's stuck in her head. She says that this thing you're about to hear, because I recorded her saying it earlier on, this thing you're about to hear, she reckons has come up on two TV quizzes that she's been sitting there watching (laughs) with a cup of tea so far. This is Katie's amazing fact that she hopes is going to come up in a pub quiz. Have a listen.
2: What heart drug is found in the foxglove? And the answer is digitalis.
0: There you go, Digitalis. She's hoping tonight that that is going to be a thing in the pub quiz. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and for <I> mean, me, <laughs> my, really my little hope fact. that uh, that listener, listener Jake, comes up with the. And now it's the medical round. Katie okay, will be like, yes, quids in. But for me, right,
0: for me, I know that there are 1,760 yards in a mile. That's the only bit of maths that stayed in my head from GCSE. And I'm kind of hoping there might be a question along those lines. And if there is, I'll be quids in. Have you got anything that's stuck in your head that you hope uh, could come up in a pub quiz
1: one day? Nothing as highbrow as, uh, as heart drugs or um, imperial, to, um, <laughs> imperial measurements. Uh, I can tell you the average speed of a fart... Oh, my word. Are you seven joking? Mi- no, seven miles per hour is the speed it exits. Who even measures that? Whose job is it to measure that, make that a thing? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'd, I'd love to know how that measurement was done. I'd imagine some, one of those kind of, um, one of those sort of like wind speed things that you find on top of a church spire. Like a wind sock that you get at That's a local it. airport. Yeah. Yeah, attached to I someone's backside. Sorry, it's all Qu- gone a very bit, very Benny Hill right now. Quizmaster Jake would literally turn his nose up at
0: that, in particular. <laughs> but it, but it is there, it's stuck in your head. I imagine at some point you think it might pop up in a quiz, and you'll be like, yes, this is my moment. And that's what we want to hear from you guys this evening ahead of tonight's pub quiz. What amazing fact do you have in the locker that you hope one day will come up in a pub quiz? Eight, twelve, fifteen. Get in touch.
2: Absolute Radio.
0: So very excited about tonight. We hope to see you there. It's our massive midweek virtual pub quiz. A lot of people will be doing pub quizzes, but we're going to do a very special one this evening with upwards of 150, maybe 200 people online at once in aid of uh, Mental Health Awareness Week, getting everybody together. Just been sharing our amazing facts that everyone's got in the locker uh that you hope might come up in the quiz tonight i don't really have high hopes for a final score but if one of the questions is about how many yards are in a mile i'm quids in uh let's find out uh, how uh, our one of our competitors is going to be doing of course part of the absolute radio family from the dave berry breakfast show it's the amazing matt dyson who joins us via the powers of technology he's playing in the quiz tonight how are you doing matty dyson
4: hello
1: chaps how are you both We're both very well. Um, You, like myself, I would say, not backwards and coming forwards with confidence. Where would you rank yourself (laughs) as a quizzer?
4: Um, I know, actually, I'm not a particularly great quizzer due to my very poor memory. So I've often learned a lot of facts over the years, but then if it was about 10, 15 years ago, I've now forgotten them. And then I'll often misremember facts. But when I'm playing with my wife, Katie, we actually do all right together. We sort of overlap on areas that one might not know about, the other one will, and we complement each other quite well. So as a team, as a married couple, we do
0: quite well. So, Mr. and Mrs. Dyson this evening in the quiz, hoping to work together. Is there one fact, that's what we're talking about on the show tonight, Matt, is there there one fact that you've got in the locker that you can still remember that you're hoping (laughs) might come up as a a question tonight? You'd like to wheel out? I
4: recently recently, uh, forced my children to watch the Back to the Future trilogy uh, as part of their homeschooling film lessons, and they loved it, I'm pleased to say. What a treat. Uh, and I've been really boning up on the career of, of the actor who played
0: Biff Tannen in the films. Do you know his name? Oh, God, I've not no. seen him in anything else. I would say I don't he think wasn't I've seen him in anything, anything else
4: big. Exactly,
0: he was typecast
4: <laughs> forever by that role. It ruined his career, but he was a stand-up comedian who uh, did quite well for himself. But I didn't Thomas, know that. Yeah, Thomas F. Wilson is his name. He sings a great song about the questions everyone asks him when they when they know he was in Back to the Future. And it's generally, what was uh, what was Michael J. Fox like? He just gets asked that every time anyone sees him.
0: So many so ways hoping, the
4: film ruined his life.
0: You're hoping tonight then, if there's a film round, possibly the, the, uh, the um, Back to the Future question could come up and you
1: could ace it with some points there.
0: Fingers crossed. Uh,
1: in a Dave Berry Breakfast Show quiz team, who would be the secret weapon?
4: <laughs> um, I think, I think they're all quite confident in their knowledge. To be quite honest, I Emma Jones isn't really a secret weapon. I just think she'd be amazing because she does, <laughs> she does so many of them. She does about five a night. So like she, she's. It's no secret that she's amazing at quizzes. So
1: okay, and the uh, and the same question but flipped in the Dave Berry Breakfast Show quiz team, uh, which member is a bit of a passenger? <laughs> say
4: it's probably me, you know, because I'll keep coming in. <laughs> I'll keep it coming in with I'll come in with misremembered facts and then Glenn and Emery who are so young and sharp they'll go, no, no, I think you've got that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll correct me. That's generally so how it goes. <laughs>
0: But how are you getting on during the lockdown? Obviously, we've not actually set eyes upon you for a while. This is how no. these, these things go. Are you doing all right? Are you hanging in there? I haven't, the I haven't seen doing you
4: for good. ages. Yeah, I haven't seen you for ages. Mad, the last it? time I spoke to you on the show was when we were getting towed up to Nottingham in a pickup truck. Oh, we,
2: yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh,
4: But, yeah, uh, you know, when the weather is like it is today, lockdown, and if you're lucky enough to have a garden, never has it been more important to have a garden. For, for those lucky enough to have a garden... This makes lockdown so much easier. The kids are in the paddling pool, the sun's shining. I'm actually really enjoying it.
1: The paddling pool, though, is uh, the arch enemy of those of us who care about their lawns.
4: Oh, yes. Uh, well, luckily, I have mine on the sort of drive area. Move the car back a bit, put it on the concrete on the drive. So it works out quite well. How have you managed Lovely. to get that through? i got tried the, got to got <laughs> <laughs> the kids.
1: I tried to get ours up on a paddling the patio. Pool on yeah. a
4: concrete drive. Wow, yeah, you put some like foam foam mat underneath it, a couple of foam mats underneath it, so it's not too hard should they fall over. But it's fine well, it if, works. if they, they well, get I mean... in the
0: way of the car, Matt. It, if they get in the way of the car, just put them out on the road or something like that. The kids just put some coats yeah, out,
4: front yeah, it go yeah. yeah. yeah so it works out well because then you just pour it all out, drain it drains off that, down the drive and out into the street. It's fine, well, it works out well
1: what a guest not only giving you um paddling pool hacks but uh filling in <laughs> knowledge gaps from the 80s about a fantastic movie trilogy always good to have you on matt
4: pleasure to speak to you boys i hope i can't wait to see you virtually this evening it's gonna be a lovely evening for it.
0: absolutely and uh, keep your fingers crossed for a back to the future round
3: yeah i will be <laughs> The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not Hometime anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name.
0: Absolute radio. So as we just heard from Matt Dyson from the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, people are preparing, getting ready for tonight's massive midweek virtual pub quiz. We'd love to see you there, all in honour of Mental Health Awareness Week. Find a little Zoom link in Absolute Radio's Twitter page or on Facebook. Uh, but we're talking about this. Everyone, I think, has got one little fact or gem in their head. It's kind of maybe from school or you've read it somewhere I've seen it on tally. But you always have that in the locker and hope one day it's going to come up in a pub quiz and you'll be carried out on people's shoulders like in Dead Poets Society. My other half, Katie, um, says that the heart drug that's found in Foxglove is Digitalis. I've already told you that there are 1,760 yards in a mile. Dare we go back to Richie's fact from earlier on? The seven-mile-an-hour fart. <laughs> That'd be
1: a great name for a movie, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> or indeed a band. Uh, well, look, Claire Dolin has come in with it on here. 206 bones in an adult human. Uh, the smallest three are Ooh. in the ear. That is a good one. That's that's something that could come up in a pub quiz.
0: Might even be tonight. Nate says, and you will like this, Richie, you're a cricket fan, Alex Stewart scored 8,463 test runs for England. What's his date of birth? The 8th of the 4th, 63. It's like he planned that. That to- is freaky.
1: Wow. I did not know that. That's a great fact. That is it's really, really good. Uh, Paul Purser says, Crab sticks do not contain crab. From 1993, manufacturers have been legally obliged to label them crab-flavoured sticks. That's not fair. I absolutely love those things. They used to be our treat when we were going around the supermarket
0: when I was a kid. Daryl says, Hamilton Square Station in Birkenhead and James Street Station in Liverpool are the deepest underground stations in the world. I did not know that. And that's as a train buff. They are tailoring their information tonight right in the wheelhouse of Richie Firth right now, aren't they?
1: (laughs) These are great. Keep them coming. 8.12.15 for your text. You can tweet us at Absolute Radio. That one fact that you cherish and know and you just hope comes up in a pub quiz.
3: They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
1: Bomb, which is a great name, says in 1985 there were three completely different number ones by three different artists that were called The Power of Love. That's mad because... Because I remember Jennifer
0: Rush's The Power of Love. My mum and dad used to love that song Correct. All, the other, all the time. So that I didn't yeah. even realise there were
1: other ones. Power of Love. Huey Lewis Huey and the Lewis News. Huey Lewis and the News, yeah. And what's the other? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what the other one is. I think it's Frankie Goes to Hollywood.
0: Yes, it is. That's mad. It's a fact, um, it. They'd have faxed each other and just warned each other. <laughs> uh, Bree says, did you know that men's nipples are nine inches apart? I did not know that. There you go, so give that
1: a little measure if you're mm. topless listening to this show, fellas. I'm do that Let's in a you second. Get on. Yeah. Uh, Davey says the women's world record for a discus throw is further than the men's. Hey, that's pretty cool, isn't it? I did not know that one. And David says that the abbreviation for laser is light amplification by the stimulated emission of radiation. I did not know that. I've shared mine
0: with you, 1,760 yards in a mile. You're welcome to that if that comes up this evening. Richard says, Bill Paxton. Did you know he's the only actor to be killed by an alien, a predator and a Terminator? (laughs) It's not a perfect hat trick.
1: Uh, Jonathan uh, Vickers knows his geography. Lincolnshire's border with Northamptonshire is only 20 yards long. Whoa,
0: that's very, very small, isn't it? That's an incredible bit of intel. Lee says the feathers of a shuttlecock are taken from the left wing of a goose. If taken from the right, it would spin the wrong way.
2: Hmm,
1: not sure about really? that Really? I'm not sure about that one. Uh, the largest organ of the human body is skin, says Lisa.
0: I, I think I might have heard that one before, actually, if that comes up tonight again. Points in the bag. This is a weird one. Matt says, his little fact is, did you know that Postman Pat's full name is Patrick Clifton?
1: Is that right? Now, Patrick now. Clifton. Um, I've got a feeling that the surname Clifton is something to do with the person who invented Postman Pat. And they must have Over given him. their own name to Pat. I didn't think he had a full name. Do you know what I mean? Like, for
0: example, Mouse. I don't know what it says on his driving licence. I just know that he's a claymation rastafarian mouse. And yeah. I've not really thought anything beyond it, but I didn't realise Postman Pat
1: had a full name. Do you know what though? It'd be weird for Pat not to have a name considering in letters that all have people's name and address on them. That is a good point. It's a good point. A good the point. Maybe they've done their backstory. Backstory too. I don't know. Why is the name of Postman Pat? I'm just I'm gonna check it. One final check on this one. Patrick Clifton. It's correct. Oh, I know. That is unbelievable, isn't it?
2: Absolute Radio.
3: If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Do
1: you know what? At the beginning of the podcast, Bush, you referred to me being sat on the naughty step. And the one thing I would just like to clear up is that I don't want it referred to as the naughty step because, A... I, Richie Firth, did not put out milk for a hedgehog. Right. B, the person who did put out milk for the hedgehog was trying to help. None of us knew.
0: Actually, to be fair, C, the hedgehog, because it's lactose intolerant, as we've just found out, didn't really quite fancy it. Didn't quite fancy diarrhoea on on the uh, on a Tuesday night. No, because...
1: It never came back for any of the milk, all right? It just curdled on the doorstep, so uh, wonderful. And then fourthly, as I think I said during the show, I don't think there was ever a hedgehog.
0: You've reached the end of the Home Time podcast. Yeah, Bush and Richie have finished the show. It's time to talk to a real-life
2: person. or wait for the next podcast this time tomorrow.